Welcome to the Tash Show Podcast. So this is the, the Liberals put this out, Jim? Yes. This is Justin Trudeau's people put... Why is he still bringing this up? And so, Lara, do you want to stand up and ask a question? What did you paint your face brown? Ooh. Um, it was something I shouldn't have done because it hurt people. Um, it's not something that uh, you, you should do. Uh, and that is something that I learned. I didn't know it back then, but I know it now. And I'm sorry I hurt people. But did you paint your note in your hands, Brown? Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? Why would he do that? Because they obviously gave these kids the questions to ask. Yeah, so this is, it's like a elementary school setting, and Trudeau's sitting there taking questions from kids, and these two young black girls stand up and ask him why he painted his face brown. And this is a, a promotional video they've made for for Trudeau's campaign. Yeah, I like it. Th- by the way, Trudeau's was a drama teacher. How are you this bad of an actor when they say he's like, oof, you got me. I'm Good back question. into a corner now. Didn't see this one coming. <laughs> he's got to address it, obviously, but it's weird that he keeps bringing it up because, uh, you know, his rivals are bringing it up for him. But this is, this is the new reality in politics. If you've done anything, there is probably a photo or video of it from your, your earlier years. And it's led to a new trend here with politicians. This is a guy down in the United States in South Carolina. He's a cop. His name is Craig Stavender. He's just launched a campaign to become sheriff. And in this video that he put out to announce his candidacy, he basically admits to everything he's ever done wrong, (laughs) including one time that he did wear blackface. I'm not perfect, and I wish I can change a thing or two. As a 16-year-old, I received a ticket for not having my driver's license in my possession. I've been married, divorced, and remarried. I've lost my temper and been reprimanded at work. I've been in fender benders that were my fault. And about 10 years ago, as a young police officer, I attended a law enforcement Halloween party dressed as ruthless drug kingpin, Big Meech Flannery. Today, we understand that type of costume is troubling to many. What else have you done? (laughs) I've run over some people. I've, uh, I I once ate the last, uh, the last cookie. Said it wasn't me. I did eat a, I'll be honest, I ate a tuna fish sandwich out of uh, the co-worker's fridge. It was not mine. Oh, yeah, and I did blackface. <laughs> Whoops. Let's move on. It's a very obscure choice for blackface, too. Big Meech. Demetrius Big Meech Flannery, uh, an African-American uh, drug dealer who's convicted on drug charges. Uh, it was his Halloween costume. Yeah, a bit inside, but down where he lives could be a recognizable figure. Problem is you're white and you shouldn't be doing it. What do you think of this strategy here, Peacock? This is a get it all out there before the campaign even starts. They have no dirt to dig up on you. I mean, it's different. (laughs) But... I guess somewhat commendable. I mean, if he's if he's bringing it up and saying, you know, listen, I, I screwed up in the past. People kind of people like that kind of a thing. Yeah, you need to trust the police, the trust the sheriff. Good for you. I've to received at least multiple be happy it. endings at massage parlors. <laughs> Jeez, what else is there? Oh, it's such a long list. <laughs> I've got a feeling there's still some secrets. Well, you I know? mean, there's also so, but so part of it's like, okay, good for you for being honest about it, but also. If you have all these things in your past that makes where there's questionable judgment, why should we elect you as the sheriff here? <laughs> 
I've been in fender benders. They were my fault. Oh, yeah, I was totally hammered at the time. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm going to call them fender benders so they don't sound as bad. I was on a bender, actually. <laughs> uh, we'll follow that one, see if he gets elected down there in South uh, Carolina. Good luck to Craig Stavender and his uh, unorthodox campaign. As a 16-year-old, I received a ticket for not having my driver's license in my possession. I've been married, divorced, and remarried. I've lost my temper and been reprimanded at work. I've been in fender benders that were my fault. One of the cool things about being a parent is you get to do stuff with your kids that you used to do. Like play with Lego? Yeah, play with Lego is a good example, Jim. Uh, we're getting into Sesame Street. My uh, my two-and-a-half-year-old son is is really starting to love the Muppets. Mm-hmm. And that was my favorite show when I was young, Sesame Street. Um, but we're watching this uh, this uh, recent episode of Sesame Street, and I, was it this heavy when I was a kid? Like, there's some pretty pretty heavy themes they deal with. For example, there's this Muppet on there who's in foster care. And uh, they revealed the reason that she's in in uh, foster care is because her mom is an addict. Hmm. The Muppet's name is Carly. Here she is talking to her uh, her Muppet friend about that. Hi, it's me, Carly. I'm here with my friend, Celia. Both our parents have had the same problem, addiction. My mom and dad told me that addiction is a sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah, a sickness that makes a person feel like they have to take drugs or or drink alcohol to feel okay. My mom was having a hard time with addiction, and I felt like my family was the only one going through it. But now I've met so many other kids like us, Celia. (laughs) Makes me feel like we're not alone. See what I mean? Wow. Yeah. It's good, I think. Yeah. I think it's. I think that this is awesome. If anything, I th- I'm surprised it took this long because I know they recently also had a character that was dealing with HIV in their life, uh, which is also very important. But addiction touches so many more mm-hmm. people. Whether it's like you know, this show's been on the air for so long. Whether it was like crack or cocaine in the '80s or heroin in the '90s or alcoholism since forever. There's so many kids that have probably had to deal with this. And if one kid sees that and suddenly they don't feel alone, it's a pretty cool thing. This is one of the best things I think Sesame Street's ever done. Well, they say they're doing it to try and help raise awareness and offer resources. But uh, but it is if you're watching it with your kid, it it starts a dialogue. But Mm -hmm. it can be it can be pretty heavy for sure. Uh, there was another episode recently. Uh, did you hear about the the song that Cookie Monster sang? No. Uh, yeah, it was pretty intense too. Yeah, they sent the tax man. Me lost my job and me got hooked on oxycodone. They shut me lights off. They took me car and I bought a sawed off shotgun. Wow. Yeah, not surprising. He's always had an addictive personality. That's true. That's true. Those cookies are just a gateway, I guess. Uh, you called because you wanted to talk about this, this subject we're uh, discussing. On Sesame Street, there is a Muppet who revealed that her mother is an addict. Let's play that clip again. This is the uh, the new Muppet who is an orphan because her mother is an addict. My mom and dad told me that addiction is a sickness. Oh, yeah, yeah, a sickness that makes a person 
feel like they have to take drugs or, or drink alcohol to feel okay. And Steph, you have a bit of a concern with Sesame Street teaching kids about addiction. What is it? Well, I wouldn't say so much a concern. It's just be ready for more of a conversation with your kids. Um, because when you're, you know, weekend rolls around or evening having dinner and you try to have a single drink or a couple drinks and uh, the kids are going to be concerned that maybe you have a problem. <laughs> Even if you're just having one beer watching the hockey yeah. game or something. Hey, because of yeah. Sesame Street. Yeah. Uh oh, my dad's drinking alcohol. He's an addict. Daddy, no. Yeah. <laughs> Don't Daddy, do it. Do it. Slapping the beers out of your hand. That, <laughs> I I can completely relate. I remember being a kid and my dad was a smoker. Oh. And I saw a commercial on TV. It was uh, about how bad smoking was for you. And it, it said it, the, the motto at the end was break the habit. And it showed a cigarette that snapped in half. It was like break the habit. Do you remember that one? I remember that one too, yeah. Yeah. So I saw that commercial as like a, a six-year-old kid, and then I found my dad's pack of cigarettes, and I went through the pack of cigarettes, and I snapped all the smokes in half. You were breaking his habit. And then I threw them in the garbage because the commercial told me to. Yeah. <laughs> That was very thoughtful of you. It, I thought so. <laughs> my, my father was not impressed at all, and I may have gotten... Uh, uh, a little bit of a punishment for that one. <laughs> that's that's actually, that's so cute. Uh, hey, you're right. Yeah, no, was, in a way, I was right. My dad's dead. Wow. <laughs> uh, smoking didn't get him, but uh, it's a I bad was just trying. Yeah, way. I was just trying to save his life, right? Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, you're gonna have to wait till the kids go to bed to have a beer this weekend because of Sesame Street. I guess. I guess. <laughs> I wanna see you peacock. Time for sports with Devin Peacock, our sports guy here on the Taz Show. And rumors swirling that Rob Gronkowski may return to the New England Patriots. He should not. I mean, he should not do that. So Robert Kraft, the Patriots owner, made a comment the other day because Gronkowski has not filed his retirement papers and said we can hope and pray that maybe Gronkowski will come back. He should never set foot on a football field again he was as a player. riddled with injuries, wasn't he? He was. He uh, gave an interview uh, last month where he said during his career, he had nine surgeries and 20 concussions, and wow. he, can, he can recall blacking out at least five times. Someone who has had 20 concussions should never consider playing football ever again, and if the New England Patriots have any soul within them whatsoever, they would not even think about bringing him back for one moment because his life is at stake here. Like you, There's evidence you do not fully recover from head trauma. So this man has had 20 concussions. He's made $54 million in his career. Take the money and live a great life. He should have the ability to go out and enjoy that money with his family, with his friends, not play. I understand why he might be drawn back to the game. You like being with the teammates in the locker room. I understand that. But still, his life is at stake here. Yeah, you could get a job if that's what you want. You could get a job within the team, player development, public relations. He's a, he's a loved character for Patriots fans. He could work with the team if he wanted to. Also, did you see him on the uh, uh, pregame broadcast on Fox? 
Yeah, he was great. He I mean, was awesome. He's He's, Gronk. he's like, a funny guy. Gronk, Gronk should be the Patriots mascot. Even though that guy with the big head. <laughs> he Gronk's be. got a big old head. You don't even need that guy anymore. <laughs> There's just he so should many wear though. He, he should wear an even bigger Gronk head. <laughs> yeah, it's still <laughs> just, a big plush it's, head. It's yeah. his own head, but it's it, it's his own face. But he wears a big plush version. <laughs> That's of a it. great idea. Awesome. Like, yeah. there's so many things he could do. I would just I would be so disappointed in the New England Patriots if he came back and they endorsed this because there is just so many reasons why he should not. He said he feels all injuries are fixable. Concussions, head trauma is not fixable. Ozzy's not doing too great. He posted this on social media earlier in the week. Hi everybody, it's me Ozzy. I'm here to give you an update on my condition. Well, as you probably know or you may not know, the beginning of this year, I had a, a bad fall. I just screwed all the vertebrae in my neck and I had to have surgery. I got more nuts and bolts in my neck now than my car. I'm not dying. I am recovering. It's just taking a little bit longer than everyone thought it would. I'm bored stiff. I've been stuck on a bed all day. I can't wait to get off my and get going again. But you're just going to have to be a bit more patient. I just want to say one thing to the fans. I sincerely... Thank you for your patience, your loyalty. I love you. Yeah, Ozzy's still recovering from that fall. He's had to cancel some concert dates, but he wants to get out back out there. He's bored stiff, he says. I I, I like to envision Ozzy not being bedridden. It would be nice if he was casket ridden. <laughs> well, I mean, you see the casket open yeah. when he's ready to go back on okay. tour, and he just sits straight up. I'm not saying I want him to yeah, die. He exactly. clearly says that he's he's not going to die. He's he's going to recover. But uh, don't you see him sleeping in uh, like Nosferatu? Yeah, with those? his arms crossed across right. his chest. And then he just resurrects himself when it's time to go on <laughs> tour. Some other news in uh, when it comes to classic rockers getting a little older. There is rumors swirling that Eddie Van Halen's not doing well, huh? Uh, David Lee Roth in radio interviews, has been alluding that Eddie Van Halen may be near death. He's been spotted out in public recently, um, and he seemed to be okay, but now they're saying that he is getting visits from his ex-wife, Valerie Bertinelli, so she's going to visit him Hmm. on a regular basis, which maybe they've just decided to let bygones be bygones, and they're just uh, rekindling a a relationship or salvaging some sort of relationship, but uh, uh, it could could mean the other. We'll hope for the best. Eddie. And uh, and we're thinking of Eddie Van Halen, who we were lucky enough to have here in London a couple years back with Diamond Dave. Mm -hmm. Wonder how their relationship is, if Eddie was... Close to uh, kicking the bucket if Dave and him could patch things up and and say one last goodbye. It seems like these bands that did have a falling out, when they get older, it's just easier to bury the hatchet, right? Well, look at Axel and Slash. Yeah. You never thought you'd see those two back on stage together, but I've seen pictures and video of them smiling, laughing. And I'm sure it's been millions of dollars in therapy, but you can work it out. And You want to say what you got to say before one of them is gone and that opportunity's not there anymore. Kurt Cobain's stinky cardigan sweater from uh, the MTV Unplugged special they did is up on the auction block. Let's check in. That's cool. And see uh, what we're sitting at. I know you love a good cardigan, Jim. Yeah, and I love that. I love that album. I love the, the, 
watching that on TV. I know you love a secondhand cardigan. <laughs> the one you always wear. Weren't we just talking about this? You got it at the Goodwill. I did get it at the Goodwill. Did it cost you $50,000? Because that's the current <sighs> bid on Kurt Cobain's sweater. Wow. No, I think it cost me $3. That's the, pretty good. The item has never been washed. It uh, features cigarette burns and stains still intact. <laughs> some of those Kurt Cobain mystery stains <laughs> in your closet. And they are expecting this item to pull in between $200,000 and $300,000. The auction ends on the 25th. So mm-hmm. you got uh, got 14 days left to bid on this thing. Is it why you think this is awesome? I do, yeah. I get if it's the guitar he played during that special. I do recognize the sweater because it, it was on the album cover, all the pictures inside. He's wearing this uh, this green, greenish cardigan. Yeah. But I just feel like oh, so many people I knew had the, had a poster unplugged in New York, him on it wearing that sweater. I don't know. I, f- I find it cool. I wouldn't need this. <laughs> fifty. I said fifty thousand dollars. That would be a good deal. But two hundred thousand, three hundred thousand. That's what I. Yeah. Would this is this is the starting for. bid. There's only okay. one bid, and it's fifty thousand dollars. That's just some somebody probably sticking their toe in the pool, testing the waters. Right. Yeah. They say it hasn't been washed. Oh, it still smells like her. But where has it been? Has it been in a Ziploc bag this whole time? A friend of the Cobains uh, got the cardigan. It was gifted to her. Her name's Jackie. She was the nanny of uh, Francis Bean, actually. After Kurt passed away, she got the sweater. And she's going to write a letter of authenticity. And I guess it's... Another collector purchased it. So it's... it. Uh, I, I'm assuming it's just been in a plastic bag or mm-hmm. storage somewhere because you don't want the moths to get it, right? Yeah. What do you, you put it in a jersey box now or? Would you, yeah, hang I it, put so. it on display if, yeah. uh, if, if you're a huge fan. Uh, some other things that have sold Kurt Cobain related over the years. One of his pill bottles sold for $2,187 last November. Hmm. Um, a plate... That Kurt Cobain ate a piece of pizza off. <laughs> that's that's who <laughs> sold to one lucky fan. Uh, but uh, the set list—he wrote a set list on the pizza plate. Oh, that's cool. That's, that's pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that's See, that's, that, that's grunge. I, I think that's cooler than the sweater because at least it has something to do with the music, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, the mu—I I don't know. Fashion's part of music in a, in a certain sense. I wonder if the socks that he wore at MTV Unplugged are going to go up on the auction block. <laughs> because you're right, fifty thousand dollars too expensive. Yeah. But if you could get one sock for like ten grand, <laughs> <laughs> add it to your collection. What a deal! I'd be in. That's the Taz Show podcast. Make sure to subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes. And remember, you can tune in on the radio, ninety-five point nine on the uh, dial in the London area. That's FM ninety-six or fm96.com.